Hi, this is Web37 Daily, a 1.37 p.m. daily Twitter space on all things NFTs and Web3. Hello, everybody. This is Nick Anderson, and you are listening to Web37 Daily. We like to highlight the people and the projects that are happening in Web3 and really what's next in that's going to be in the cultural zeitgeist. I am more than thrilled to welcome the founder of Encryptus. Hello, good afternoon. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Glad you could make it. So really, first, I'm always curious, right? Because Web3 is such an amazing space right now. There's so many different opportunities. Could you tell us really what got you into the Web3 space? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've actually been exploring crypto since 2017. Um, it's a venture I took on with my partner and also the co-founder of Encryptas. And, you know, NFTs just seemed kind of like the logical evolution of my artistic career. Um, you know, I will admit when I st first started hearing about NFTs, I was a bit resistant to the idea. But I think the most powerful thing about this movement is like the next level it takes uh, for artists to own their work and to continue to make royalties off their work that never existed before. Um, obviously, NFTs are powerful in the terms, in the ways that they're shifting culture and creating this like amazing revolution. Um, but as an artist, uh, I think what was most powerful to me was the way an artist can truly hold and own the creations that they made. Is there a particular person that brought you into Web3? Yeah, it's uh, my partner, Adam. He's also like uh, uh, my co-founder of Encryptas and head of marketing for the project. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I know you mentioned it since 2017. Um, I wasn't sure if there was someone or a particular publication or something along those lines that got you like first into the space out of curiosity. I, I know with... Um, I, I know with back in 2017, a lot of the headlines was, oh, you know, Bitcoin and, and all that, looking at it as an investment. But um, from your perspective, um, as things have evolved, really what um, I'm curious, like what what is your take on the evolution of things? Um, how artists I know you alluded to it earlier is, you know, what um, how artists can really uh, start to own um, and build around these communities. Sorry, I didn't quite understand the question. Do you mind repeating it again? Sure. Yeah. So really, um, the, the, what the essence of really what I want to understand is, is from your perspective, honing in on from the artist's perspective, right? Um, I'll, I'll rephrase the question, um, from your perspective as an artist, what is, what do you see for the future of Web3 in this progression from people seeing crypto and Web3 as an investment versus uh, this evolution where artists can own um, really a, a, it really can own and lead a, a community, really? Yeah, absolutely. I understand the question that you're asking now. I think um, NFTs are quite powerful because they nfts can shape web 3.0 as more than just like an investment opportunity but as a shift of culture um you know when you think about crypto it can get quite complicated if you think about the finances of it if you're not quite into that game but when you think about nfts like uh it's a cultural and community movement that is like the starting point to enter web 3.0 Absolutely agreed. So in really, um, when looking at Encryptas in particular, um, I really love the artwork, honestly. It's, um, it's actually probably one of my, um, you know, of recent, the, of the recent uh, NFT space and whatnot. Um, it's definitely stood out. So really, um, 
for, for Encryptus in particular, I'd, I'd love to know really where did you draw the inspiration from um, for this collection? Yeah, absolutely. I think as an artist, I've always been kind of drawn to the female form. Um, I think there's just so much emotion and stories that like uh, women create. It's embodied through their hands or the way the movement of their head or just in general, like I've always been compelled to tell the story of women. And like, I guess what's quite distinct about the Encrypta's art is the faceless theme. And uh, at first I thought it would be really challenging to for this art to be interesting because so much expression is conveyed through the face, but it was actually quite like a wonderful challenge to take on how to convey a story and how to convey expression through form and color alone. Um, and something that I was insecure about actually became something I'm quite proud of being able to convey through 101 Babes and Encryptas. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's been a common theme for a lot of people in web in uh, especially artists in particular. Uh, what I've noticed is that there's been almost this trepidation uh, getting into the space of, you know, how am I going to, how is this going to make people feel? How is this gonna, going to, you know, land? Is it going to land right? Um, and, and I wonder, um, really what has the response been um from the community um just you know framing this for people that may be considering you know should i go into this you know should i start a collection um you know what what is it one what has the response been from your community and two what can people learn from that if they're considering uh become uh, bringing their artwork to the blockchain you know, I think storytelling is such a compelling component of a successful project or art in general. And, you know, with my project, there is a story that I'm trying to tell, but it's quite beautiful how your community can like uh, connect with your story. But the room that exists for community members to bring their own interpretation to the story you're telling, I think it helps grow and cultivate a stronger community. And it allows community members to feel part of the movement you're building. Um, so I would say to new builders to uh, or new creators to you know, have a vision in mind, but just be open to the way the space in your community grows because it's so much fun having the interpretation and perspective of your community and the story and movement that you're telling. And what are, what are some things that people should know if they're an artist looking to get into the web three space? Um, I would say that it is, it can be difficult. Um, but the load is lightened with community. So, uh, I'm very lucky to have started as a artist. I was creating my 101 Babes, which is my one out of one art collection first before Encrypta started. And, you know, it was a great way to build connections with artists who were, you know, both emerging and some who were already established as NFT artists. Um, like, I don't think any of us really know what's happening and it's just great to be able to brainstorm and grow and be in awe of this community of this community and space with other artists um you don't have to build alone i think that's the most important thing um it's hard but it's lightened with community always that's absolutely true yeah i mean uh, one thing that we all have in common in the web3 space is 100% we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> and as much as, you know, as much as like we want to say, oh yeah, I'm an expert in this or, oh yeah, I know this or that. That I mean, who knew probably three or four years ago that um, a, a JPEG would be millions and millions of dollars, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's just, it's a growing and evolving space. And really uh, right now um, is an amazing time to leverage that and, and, and to be able to build a community that's meaningful and, and 
really build a lasting brand. Um, to that point of a lasting brand, uh, from your perspective within Cryptos, um, you, you hear things like from, you know, like our guy, Gary, right, where he talks about, um, you know, 40 or 50 year terms building the next Disney, right? How are you within Cryptos building a brand? Or do you even look at it that way? Is, do you look at it completely different? Um, I'm curious how you're looking at this project from a long-term perspective. Yeah, that's such a great question. Um, we're actually collaborating a lot with community members on how to continue to grow our vision and our community. And a great question that was asked was like, uh, what do you want your community to do? And I think when I think about Encryptas as our brand, like uh, my vision is that this project, the story of Encryptas, the art of Encryptas is one of the first gateways for women, but also men or however you identify as their entry point into Web 3.0. Um, I think that's something that we would, we are trying to build. And that means, you know, expanding beyond our community and the metaverse and taking that vision into in real life settings, seeing how we can build partnerships with real projects that are making waves for women and girls to explore tech and how we can take our vision of empowering girls to take up space in tech and science spaces and putting that into real life. Um, so we're really proud to have supported projects like the Malala Fund and Code to Inspire and to be able to continue exploring what we can do with Code to Inspire because those are the first steps. But as a brand, like uh, that's what we want to build I don't know if that made sense. I don't know if oh, I was rambling there. <laughs> no, no, that was a beautiful answer. I, I was going to say that um, that is a, an amazing, amazing way to frame things is like, what do you want for your community? Like, what are you, what's the archetype of the individual that is going to be in the community that you're building, right? Like, who is that person? Um, and making decisions and, and making the things that you do on a daily basis through that lens and that framework is a brilliant way to think about it. Um, kudos to you on that. And I think that ultimately that's going to only lead to good things. Um, you know, in, within the context of that, um, you know, what going on the other side of things, right. Um, more broadly within web three, right. I'm wondering from you really, if there were things in the Web3 ecosystem, whether it be from a technological infrastructure thing to more socially, um, you know, interpersonally and, and whatnot. Um, are there things that you would change about Web3? <sighs> That's such a great question to ask. You know, Web3.0 isn't perfect yet. And a lot of us in the space say what a privilege and an honor it is to be so early on in this space, but it's also such a big responsibility because the it's movements so that we do now are shaping what Web 3.0 can become. So when it comes to shaping the Web 3.0 that we want to see, like it starts with the community that's thinking about it, uh, backing it and making waves in it. Um, so obviously, like, I would like to see a more diverse and inclusive Web 3.0 where, where, like, uh, where you're from, uh, borders, things like that don't matter, which is like, the idea of decentralization. But in reality, that's not what we have right now. So what are ways that we can truly bring this, like, uh, decentralized open opportunity for all that doesn't really exist right now, but that could. Um, it's challenging questions for the community to be asking and for us to be implementing into the code of the things that we're doing, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I hope that made sense. Oh, no, 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 no. You're, you're doing fantastic. That, that was a very articulate. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> you, it's just like 1.54 a.m. here. So oh, my gosh. I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had no idea oh, it was no. so late for you. 
Are you a night owl? That's a good question. Are you a night owl? Are you like, are you that I type mean, of person? You kind of have to be in NFTs. Oh yeah. I mean, if you're going to be degening in, in discords, I mean, come on, like you gotta, you gotta know what's going on at all times. Right. Absolutely. For sure. Um, yeah, that's so funny. Um, but regardless, you know, going back to the project itself, um, I, I wonder, um, are there some things that we should know about the project coming up or, or things of that nature, like uh, collaborations and, and things that we, we should be excited about? Yeah, so there's a ton of things to be excited about. Um, so something that we've been really cultivating right now are artist collaborations. Um, so I don't want to reveal too much about it, but I'll just say that Spill the, the beans. next two weeks, Spill the beans. No, next two weeks will be really <laughs> exciting for the 101 Babes collection. Uh, we'll be incorporating some movement, maybe some music. Um, so the next two drops are going to be something really special. Um, our 101 babes are exclusive to Encryptus holders first. So Encryptus holders, stay tuned for the cool things coming. Um, also, we're really excited, again, to be cultivating uh, our work with Code to Inspire. Um, we're thinking of really interesting ways to incorporate um, the opportunities that NFTs have to the students of Code to Inspire. Um, thinking about ways to connect our community. So, you know, we're all chilling and having fun on the Discord, but how can we, again, like, encourage this community action in the real world? How can we really bring people together beyond yeah. the metaverse and in the real world? Because, I, you know, NFTs are great. Like, it's amazing what we're doing with the metaverse and as a culture, but culture is powerful when it's creating actionable movement and change. Yeah. Um, so that's something that we're particularly excited to start cultivating um, in the Encryptus dimension. Oh, for sure. And to your point on in real life utility, I think that's, I think that is the most underutilized opportunity. Um, mm -hmm. And unfortunately with the timing of things, right? With, yeah. with it's just been so tough, right? Um, different places in the world or at different points, right? We're in a really weird kind of, it's almost feels like puberty of like us getting out of this <laughs> pandemic where it's like some, you know, kind of some places are good, but then it's like kind of not, but like, you just don't know what's happening. Should I be here? Should I be that? But regardless, outside of pandemic talk, cause I'm sure people are so sick of that. Um, <laughs> but, but, but in really though, in, in real life utility, um, those are, I mean, that really is the most underutilized thing. And I think that it would be amazing to hear about what are those things like, what does that look like for Encryptos in particular um, is definitely something that like, for example, with PO apps, right? Um, we do a space and we always do a PO app, right? Those, those kind of exciting utilities, like what does that look like um, for the real life things for Encryptos? Yeah, well, I think something that's powerful about, about these projects is the way that they cultivate community. So, you know, we're all hanging out on the Discord, but how amazing would it be to organize like uh, meetings or hangouts in cities where there's a bunch of Encryptos holders or organizing a chance for them to have dinner or a space together. And then from there, like you get to meet people and maybe those people will have interesting ideas of how to make actionable impacts in their community under the Encryptus vision. Um, so how can we build a community that's fun and engaging, but also like cultivate potential leaders in our community to bring change where they are yeah. geographically? Um, obviously, this is like a big dream, but this is something that I think oh, tell is us. so cool to do. Um, Obviously, we're still mapping this stuff out, but how amazing would it be to turn your community members into leaders? <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, look, it's, it's that I love that concept is, you know, we, you build your community within your, you know, in the context of which each person globally is. And that's, I think that would be an absolutely beautiful thing. Um, and, 
you know, I, the way I see it too, I mean, potentially just like, you know, from, from what I'm hearing is, is, you know, STEM programs for, for women and, and things of that nature. I mean, that the, all those things, um, you know, I, I think that you got, you guys are doing an amazing thing with that, um, it, with the artwork and the, and, and it, from what it sounds like, you know, you really just want to empower people for change. Is, is that true? Yeah, I, I think that's like the vision of this project. Um, obviously, it's great to showcase this beautiful art, but, you know, art has always been like a catalyst for change throughout history. Um, and it's pretty awesome to be able to partake in that with NFTs and to be, you know, one of the projects that are female-led right now. Um, all of these different female-led projects bring so many different stories of diversity and are, I think, like, um, have different goals and how to bring inclusion and diversity. And, like, Encrypta's goal is to encourage opportunities for women in tech and hopefully in Web 3.0 because Web 3.0 is the future. And how can we bring more women into this, into this world and into this future that we're building? Are there any stories in particular from the Encryptus community that are worth highlighting? Yeah, I mean, like we had a holder who purchased an Encryptus recently, and uh, he was telling us that his girlfriend had always been kind of iffy about crypto and Web 3.0 until she started reading the stories of the 101 babes. And on that, from that point, she she wanted to get involved in web 3.0 and the space. So small celebrations like that of just turning points for people when they see our art and our story is quite powerful. Um, so that's something to celebrate. Absolutely. Um, and what, what does that look like for you personally? Have you had any sort of, you know, things with your inner circle that has just been a barrier for, you know, for your integration with things with, with web three, has it been like controversial? Is there like, is, is there an aunt or, you know, what have you, that's just been like, Oh, what, what's that stupid thing you're doing with those JPEGs? Like, <laughs> are there anything yeah. like that? You know, I think like, um, I think if the traditional system is working for you, it's hard to imagine opportunities beyond it. Um, so I think so my true. inner circle, like the system works for them, but you know, uh, I don't want to bring up inflation or anything, but there's <laughs> just so many changes <laughs> happening in the world. And like, uh, the traditional way of success doesn't make sense anymore. Like, uh, we have like a yeah. savings fund that worked for my aunt and now like, and she's always like, yeah, get the savings account. It's going to be good for you. And like, maybe for her, it worked before, but now to have the savings account, I can't open it till I'm 75 years old. Right. Like that doesn't make sense. Right. So just like ways to accumulate like wealth and uh, security is so different now. And I think as time progresses, unfortunately times will change and people will understand the opportunity that exists in web 3.0. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a barrier. I think I'm just really humbled to have found this technology now. Um, and that's just that I'll keep talking about web <laughs> 3.0, but you can't convince someone they'll have to like, they have to want to change themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, was I right about that aunt? I know you mentioned an aunt. <laughs> is, there, is there a real, aunt, <laughs> yeah. real life aunt that's like that? Yeah, I have an aunt. She's great. Like, she just wants us to, you know, like have savings when we're sec sixty-five. Uh, I see. She's just uh, her way. It's her way of caring, but you know, it just doesn't make sense now. It worked for her. It worked before, like twenty years ago. It worked. Yeah. Um, but when things stop working, you have to adapt, or you don't evolve. <laughs> <laughs> right, and and also to your point of inflation as well. I mean, that's totally fine to break. I want you to feel like you can bring up whatever you want <laughs> in this interview, especially this is a, a, a place. Inflation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, headlines 
suits and, and whatnot. But, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, don't feel like that you should definitely feel as though that, um, you can share whatever. I mean, it's, it's a fact, right? I mean, it's 7%, you know, as it stands currently <laughs> and it's, it, that's it. And it's pure facts and, and do with that information as you will. Now, um, in the context of that, it seems as though that, um, you're educated more in DeFi is, um, is that something that is part of the vision to help women and girls is to teach uh, financial uh, education? Absolutely. I think knowledge is power. Um, I wish I had these resources as like a 14 year old girl. <laughs> I think so like uh, Gen Z, the Gen Z's like uh, have access to, to so many different resources now. So it's not just like uh, knowing about the, these things, but also knowing how to navigate Web 2.0 to find these things. So there's just so many components that go into educating people to have the right tools to succeed in a new space. But it's always like Dior, you know, like you could you have to provide the resources, but like you have to encourage people to seek out different resources than the ones you provide. Um, but this is like definitely something I would like to cultivate. Um, we're brainstorming how to do this. Um, you know, I, uh, as a, my past life, I was a teacher. So like, it takes oh, a long what'd you time teach? to really, well, like, uh, I actually taught like, um, uh, preschool and, uh, middle school kids <laughs> and, you know, like, uh, obviously it's different than adults, but the same components apply for when you want to give people the tools to succeed. Um, so it's so important, especially if you want to bring women to take over and take up space in web 3.0, you have to give them the tools if they don't already have them. I have to know what is this? Did you like preschool or middle school better? It's just very different. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, uh, you have to have a lot of patience with preschoolers, but they're so sweet. And then sometimes it's very unfortunate when you get to the middle schoolers because there's just some attitude that you are not prepared for. However, it's just the joys of teaching. All because all, all I can say is I'm not a teacher anymore. <laughs> but um, uh, it was a great uh, lesson for me. When did you start making art? Mm, so I was actually a storyteller and writer before I became a visual artist. Um, so in my past life, I was like a ghostwriter for like blogs and online publications. And I actually have a self-published book of poetry with wow. my non-anonymous name. So I can't. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course. And um, <laughs> like uh, when I was uh, publishing the book, I was looking for an illustrator to illustrate my poems. But within this time, I discovered that I was the best one to illustrate these things. So I started maybe around the same time I got into crypto, like 2017. Um, yeah. And now I, I'm not writing as much as I used to because I started traveling and I found that like, it was really hard to can express my feelings and emotions and like, uh, illustration and art is just this universal way of expressing stories and connection. So now I've kind of gravitated to just visual expressions of stories and, creativity and things like that. For sure. And really, um, well, you, it seems like you've been a lot of things, right? Um, <laughs> at least in, in the maybe. short, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Are there any other <laughs> no, notable like jobs or careers that you've taken on that, that, um, it are interesting? Um, yeah, I used to work as like a social worker in, um, a shelter for homeless youth back in wow. my hometown. Um, That's so crazy. Like, uh, my college experience, I was studying to be a social worker. Uh, obviously lots of things change, but it's so interesting how like things you never would have imagined would be related are related. Like uh, all these experiences uh, have fueled my ability to write and my writing has fueled my ability to make art and like teaching has fueled my ability to have like a long-term approach to crypto. Like what the heck? Like they're just so, yeah. like it all makes sense in the grander scheme of things. Um, even when it doesn't make sense, when you look back after some time, you understand it all 
makes this beautiful picture. That's amazing. I love that. Um, so I want to pass it over to Shami uh, for the POAP. Um, are we all set for that or do we need a few more minutes? Yeah, we are all set. My condo is just making a bunch of noise right now. So if you can bear with that, uh, <laughs> I think we're, we'll be all good. We'll be all good to go. All right. Amazing. We'll take it away, brother. Perfect. Uh, before we get anything announced, again, great space. Always learning a lot and always like to hear these origin stories of how people come to uh, the Web3 space. Uh, Cypher, my whole family is, uh, is a uh, group of teachers, so I can uh, understand uh, where you come from from that background. And thank you for teaching. Obviously, I know that's a, a very, I feel like sometimes underappreciated job and teachers are leaders of the world. So thank you for continuing to lead online as well as offline in your past life, as you keep saying. So thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. And uh, to get into today's POAP, before we announce the secret phrase and uh, get away with that, I just want to inform everyone that uh, you'll need the POAP app to claim today's POAP. So if you do not have that, please start downloading it now. And if you do have it, you can open up the app so you're ready to go. Um, and just going to wait for something to be tweeted out uh, uh, from a different account on our back end. But today's POAP secret word is inspired by uh, not coder lingo, but just chat lingo, aim chat lingo, things that you would say in a chat room that you wouldn't really say in real life. So instead of in real life, it'd be like IRL. So it's going to be uh, a combination of those phrases and once we get uh, it tweeted out on uh, one of our other accounts, uh, you'll quickly be able to go and claim. So, um, I think this tweets Nick, out. Th uh, I would say in the meantime, uh, James is going to pin it right here. We're going to be tweeting out from NFT one three seven, and then from there, you'll follow the the simple instruction on where to find uh, the secret phrase for today. Um, and I don't also want to. Get, make it so so clear so for right now we'll leave it as that you'll see that nft137 uh tweet has been pinned afk check our bio there's your hint and i'm going to lead uh the group th the rest to figure out what it is going to be and if in five minutes while we're doing q a if there's any uh any uh confusion i'll come back on and uh make sure to, to reshare the instructions on how to find today's secret phrase so uh, once you find that secret phrase in the, the bio of the pinned tweet, you are going to, in your POAP app, hit the bottom right-hand corner, hit that little plus button, and you'll hit on the word secret word, and you are going to type that in verbatim. You can just copy it from the tweet bio, the Twitter bio itself, and uh, you should be on your way to mint today's POAP. And everyone who's attending, all 195 of you, there are enough codes for everyone to for here to claim. So... Um, if you have any trouble personally, please reach out and DM me. But today's secret phrase is in the bio of NFT137. Amazing. Amazing. It's today's POAP is probably one of my favorites, honestly. It, it looks pretty it looks pretty dope, to be quite honest. Yay! <laughs> I like how you you blended uh at least blended the, the, the logos in there pretty nicely. So yeah, I'm pretty I'm happy with it as well. So it looks like people are claiming, so people have figured it out. So with, with that right now, Nick, you can uh, take it away to the, the last segments. If you want to do Q&A or whatever you have planned, uh, yeah. For Back sure. For sure. Um, are you ready for Q&A? Yeah, let's do it. All righty. So anybody that has a question, please, please, please raise your hand, and we will get your question answered. Um, but in the meantime... Um, do you have an, a, a favorite? Well, actually, you know what? No, no, no. I'll ask this instead. Um, what's your number one um, artistic uh, inspiration? Oh, that's a good one. I really like to think about flowers when I'm illustrating. Um, I think flowers represent a lot. Obviously, they're a symbol for femininity, but... They're also a symbol of the resilience that we have, the way that we root the ground, the way that we rise, the way that we bloom, and the way that we complete the cycle of returning back to the earth that we came from and then doing it again. Um, I think there's a lot of inspiration from flowers. Um, yeah. I love that. That's such a beautiful answer. Um, 
I think we're waiting for someone to. I have a quick question. Go ahead, please. What is your favorite flower? Ooh, good question. Ooh, that's a good one. I really like marigolds. I love the yellow that they have. (laughs) Can you spell that for me? I want to Google this for myself. Yeah, M A R I Gold. Look at that teacher. Marigolds. (laughs) Well, it looks like our people that I'm pulling up are still trying to connect. I have a, to, in this lag time, I have a, a tattoo of a poinsettia on my leg, actually. I know poinsettia is more oh, of a look as, as like a plant. I don't know if it's more of a plant or a flower, how people kind of look at it, right? It's a little bit of both, I feel like. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a December child, so it's like the, the flower of my month almost. That's great. Is, do you know if it's a perennial, the poinsettia? I do know what perennials and annuals are. I do not know if it that is. I can, uh, one moment while I Google. Nice. Well, I think we have, um, I think we have someone up here now. Uh, Julie. Nick, it's Julie from NFT NYC. What's going on? My How friend? you doing? Oh my gosh. It's like you're sitting in my living room and you brought your favorite friends with you. Oh, uh, yes, I know. For context, um, we work together with, on uh, NFT NYC, uh, Julie and I. So just for context for everyone. Oh, it's so great to see you all. I have a question about the NFT because I saw them a while ago and I was reminded of them coming into this space. Are there any um, properties that are super rare that if somebody like myself, who would be a first time NFT picker upper, what kind of properties should I look for when I'm going to get my first NFT from the collection? Yeah, it's a great question. I think like a really coveted trait is the sacred flower crown. Um, so like the special rarities that encryptos have are like the fresh flower traits. So those are like the flowers in the hair, or the flower brooch. And like uh, everyone wants to snipe kind of the sacred flower crown. And there's also like my favorite trait, which is the uptown flower dress, which was inspired by the classic 90s or early 2000 rom-com Uptown Girls. So people usually like to find a nice uh, snipe for those traits. Um, That that uh, sounds exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Sacred flower. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's like a culty, meme thing that we have in the Discord. (laughs) Like, oh, the flower crown. And like, uh, one thing to know is like, um, the rarer encryptas are based on kind of like the backgrounds that you have so the rarest being the hot pink and the um more like the uh, more not least rare but the one that we have more common is like the hot pink so it goes from this like a level of rarity and hot pink backgrounds will have like rare traits compared to the ones below them that makes sense amazing Amazing. Does that answer your question, Julie? Yes, I have so many, but I will not be a ham and go hard. I'm so excited. I just know you guys have put me on a journey of joy, and I thank all of you. No, we thank you, Julie. Thank you so much for coming. All righty. Now we'll bring up someone else. Let's see. We'll see if he can connect this time. Um, hello. Hey. How you doing? Can you hear me? I'm good. I'm really, really good. Can you all hear me? Yes. Um, thanks for having me on. Uh, before asking a question, I, you know, I, I wanted, you know, this is the first time I've, I've heard um, Cypherchick um, speak, and um, it's uh, a huge deal for me because I'm a day one uh, encryptas collector and supporter and I, I wanted to tell you why you know the this collection and I'm someone that I think I own 90% of all of the women-led collections um, anyway I support all of it but this was the first collection that my two daughters sat on my lap and I wasn't even showing it to them you know that <laughs> one's three and one's one and a half and they're like daddy what's that and I was like well, what's what 
And, and, and my eldest points at it and she goes, oh, I love that one. And we spent the next 40 minutes looking through my um, embarrassingly large collection of <laughs> 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 and, um, and, you know, I, I, I picked uh, two each for them. And, you know, they actually have their own wallets now. Um, and those will be theirs. Um, and they can do what they will with them when they're older. But, you know, there's so many things about this that make uh, it stand apart. First of all, the the women um, that are drawn do not come from the male gaze at all. There are very, very few collections, if any, that truly are representing women that is not of the male gaze. And I find that very, very powerful because then, then you talk about the future of this collection. This transcends culture. You can worship many gods and still be drawn to the Encryptas collection. It it doesn't. It's not an affront um, to how you see the world, and it's not an enforced Western view of the world as well, which I absolutely love. And um, and then there's the art in itself. The angle, the space that the women are taking, is incredibly. Um, I'm a photographer, and I can tell you compositionally, it's genius. What what has been drawn. It's pleasing to the eye in the way that the eye can't defend itself against, which is a really hard thing to do. And it isn't just symmetry. It is, it, it is the genius of, of, of the, the, the pen and, and the brush of the artist, which we don't talk about enough. The art is truly, uniquely brilliant um, for a generative project, you know, an 8K project with art like this that you could have in galleries, you can have in museums, you can have in hotel rooms, and of course in homes. And so, you know, I would say this, the combination of the art, the fact that it represents women in a very unique way relative to what I'm seeing in this marketplace. And, you know, with I always talk about mental health, with the mental health ramifications of all of us having been through COVID and for some of us much more, um, to see a collection like this where the community supports each other, building ourselves back up brick by brick is again a standout in in web3 and nft verse where if if i'm being frank which is the only way i know how to be um you know purpose and empathy empathy is not always in the room so i wanted to applaud you um but then i wanted to ask you one question and the question would be when the floor was like almost below zero right when the floor was 0.01 for a while you know what anchored you? Because I can imagine when you're watching things that maybe do not have the same purpose and maybe do not have the same quality of art or community flying for obscene amounts of money, what kept you anchored and, and, and believing that this is what you want to do and you're not going to fail this community? I'd love to know the answer to that question. I think, uh, first, I really want to say thank you to you, Misan, for coming up. Um, you know, community members like you really motivate and inspire us to continue on. Um, and you're a great example of the ways that we collaborate with community members to bring innovation and utility to uh, encrypt us. Um, and, you know, it wasn't easy sitting at the floor we were at for a while, but when you really believe in your project and your vision, like uh, you have no other choice but to keep going. Um, also, like uh, I'm an anonymous artist, but I'm I feel super accountable to my community members, and there was like no way we were going to stop doing what we're doing, especially after all the connections and interactions we were building in our discord. Like, uh, sometimes like there's this strange intuition or force that you feel that compels you to carry on. And that was part of it too. But like that, uh, strange metaphysical feeling was partnered with the very solid feeling of our community motivating, compelling and inspiring us. So it was community members like you that helped continue us to where we are at and where we're going to keep going to. So thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. No. You're, you've built something extraordinary. Thank you. I, I think I need a box of tissues after hearing this exchange. I, this is just so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> this uh oh, and, and plus by the way if i could make a suggestion um 
Misan, is that how you pronounce your name? Yes, uh, Misan, yes. Misan, um, you should read audiobooks because I can hear you talk. <laughs> I, I could listen to you talk all day. Totally. I, it, it's, I swear, I mean, you, ha- you have that thing, man. <laughs> so I just wanted I, to give props I, for props yeah. you do. That's very kind. I, I, um, I, uh, I, I think I'm very dyslexic, so, um, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't write anything. Um, I, I can't spell, but the way my mind works is that words come out, um, kind of poetically without me meaning to, and my wife, you know, will, will I'll be, she'll be like, did you get the milk? And I'll kind of serenade her and she's like can you just tell me <laughs> did you get the milk or not mate what, what are you on about so yeah I, I do speak in a strange way but thank you for the compliment thank you of course thank you so much My you, on, a, on a side note uh poinsettias are perennials to jump in for <laughs> nice i googled it too so okay, great. Cool. <laughs> i don't want to break up that beautiful ensemble that was listening i I DM me on the side. I said, you speak elegantly because it's true. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Well, we appreciate I mean, it. Uh, Nanda, I just want to say one, one more thing because it, it's really important that um, because there are a million projects coming out all the time, right? And everyone's going nuts, FOMOing, and probably making some really bad <laughs> financial moves. Um, this project from the very beginning and up until now stands apart i don't work for anyone at a cryptas um but i i have to say um we sometimes forget a quality product when we see it because we're being forced to recognize content that is not necessarily high quality but it's high value so it, this is not just for encryptas I'll, I'll say you know remember the projects community and art and purpose those three things if they marry all of those three things then long term we should support them um because I, i've made the same you know i you know when there's another derivative of a, a rat's apes tails aunt's sister <laughs> and, and we're throwing money we you know there's no there, there's no reason we would expect it to be successful beyond an influencer that certainly doesn't care about art or mental health or why this space could change so many lives yet i see projects like encryptas uh, on the floor it broke my bloody heart. It really did. And um, the fact that it's it's climbing and it will continue to climb and it will reach places that I think the community won't even believe uh, in due course is an amazing thing. But please, let's, let's vote uh, with the kind of projects we want to build in Web3 rather than filling it with mediocrity. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much. Alrighty, we'll bring up another person. Liz. Hi, everybody. Thank you for letting me ask a question. Um, I love what you said about flowers because I draw flowers. So that really resonated with me. And um, Misan, I had the same question of like, how do you, you know, go through that waiting periods? But so my next question is, you know, for myself and for you, I feel like you know, that the feeling is kind of like maybe we're sitting on volcanoes before they blow, right? But it's like, you know, dealing with the emotions of watching everyone go to the moon and whatnot and sitting on this little mound and being like, well, what the hell is going on over here? So what are some things that you did that were successful to drive the project forward, um, get that engagement that you can tell other artists to try for themselves to have the same effect? Because, um, you know, as Misan said, there has been some movement and it will continue, especially with this, you know, space, bringing more awareness to it. I feel like this is, you, you guys were, you know, around at the same time when I was seeing like crypto chicks and, you know, um, boss beauties and, uh, all the other female PFPs, like, you know, down and out in the 0.005 kind of range, but, and Cryptos has not had their, you know, like day in the sun yet or whatever the phrase is. So, um, I'm curious, what are the things that have helped, um, so I can learn as well. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think there's like uh, timing is always really key. Like right now, projects are getting their timing and the timing for encryptas, if we keep grinding the way that we are, is eventual. It's 
Like, uh, there's no denying that it'll come if we keep working as hard as we do. Um, you know, I think the most, one of the most undervalued things about a collectible project is the community behind it. Like, you can bring as much innovation as you want, but if your community isn't hype, sharing your story, then like, uh, it's very hard for new family members to want to come join. Um, so I think when you're being transparent and honest with your community, also like uh, building connections with them, uh, trying to collaborate with those who have something that they're willing to offer, like there's just so much potential and the talent within your own community. Um, community, community, community. I, it's, uh, I guess it gets annoying to say, but that's the most important thing in this space right now. Um, so when you build that, like there's so much potential and talent that can come and help you build. Thank you. And is that something that's built passively, like in a Discord, or are you doing something daily to engage with people outside of the Discord too? Um, like, I wouldn't say it's done passively. Like, uh, I spend a lot of time, like, uh, on the socials, building, interacting, and engaging. Um, it's great when you come to your Discord and, like, uh, the community members are connecting with each other. But, like, uh, it comes organically, but, you know, it's not passive at the same time. Like, uh, you're always there, kind of like... Um, uh, I don't have the word for it. You're kind of like, uh, you're there to make it flow. Um, so it's always work when you're collaborating with your community members and building with your community members. I think it's like uh, what makes this job over time almost. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Great questions. Thanks, Liz. Alrighty. Next speaker. Alrighty. Can you hear us? Do you have a question? Do you, you, oh, do you, um, the, the microphone button in the corner, um, to unmute. I think you just need to press the button in the corner. You think he's just having some de technical difficulties here. Um, We'll wait um, for you to get your question, um, but in the meantime, we'll bring someone else up. Oh, oh you guys perfect. hear me? Yep, now we can hear you. Yeah, sorry about that. I kept getting rug pulled in and out of the room. I apologize about that. No worries. <laughs> um, yeah, quick question. Thank you so much for giving this uh, this opportunity. I wanted to ask, um, so the the story of mankind is basically just that. It's a story of man told by man with very little um, opportunity for women to give their perspective um, with women kind of now leading the charge or having their moment in Web3 and NFTs. Do you think or feel that that's going to eventually bleed over into the real world where now the story of mankind is going to be the story of humankind and we're going to hear more from women's perspective? I mean, I think ideally, like, uh, the representation of stories would be diverse and inclusive, but it's taking, like, 2,000 years to make that possible. Um, it, it takes time. It doesn't happen at a snap of a finger. And there's, like, uh, the status quo is very resistant to sharing the space. Um, so, like, I think it's possible. It's more possible if more women feel like they can take up space if more women see different representations of themselves in media and in culture, they'll feel the empowerment to do so. Um, we see it a lot more now, but it's still gonna take a lot of time to undo centuries worth of status quo. But I'm pretty bullish that it's possible. Um, it's just going to be work, but that's a great question to ask. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I love your word uh, term bullish because I'm a day trader. So I'm 100% <laughs> in agreement with you. Like, I, I think, you know, the story of women is definitely a bullish thing that I'm more than willing and wanting to invest in. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Great question. Nick, if I could just jump back in real quick. Sure. Sorry about any, uh, confusion. Uh, just I got a few DMs. 
if uh, if you're seeing an error message and the the phrase you typed in, you know it's correct, but you're not getting the the POAP to claim. Either one, close out of the app and reopen it. Sometimes there's just, there's just troubleshooting issues. Or two, uh, make sure you have the most updated POAP app. If you do not, you might not be able to claim it right away. So if you're having any issues like that, just make sure you you have the most updated POAP app and or um, close out of the app and just open it again uh, for those who are having some troubles. But I believe most people have have claimed because the claim has gone past this, the space size, which means it's gone on to the farmers. Yes, it so, has those farmers. Which is how uh, to community. We I joined the community call with POAP on on Friday. Uh, we're working on uh, getting a different uh, system in place so that uh, there are less farming and more so uh, just the people in the space claim it. So, um, just FYI. Very exciting in the world of POAPs. Um, I think we have our next question. Hey, Cypher. Um, so lovely to hear your voice. I've seen you obviously talking in Discord and DMs, but really nice to, to hear you in, in real time. Um, so, yeah, the question I had for you was really, what I think one of the things that really drew me to your work and the Encryptus collection um, was this vision you have for empowering the next generation of female leaders. And I'd love to know, you know, in your in your sort of, deepest heartfelt uh kind of heart desire for what that what that intention how that intention would manifest over the next let's say five to ten years what would that really look like for you in terms of your role within that evolution yeah that's a great question to ask i think like uh you know the first point of Encryptas is the culture and the artistic story behind it. So if someone reads like the a description for a 101 babe or about the vision and manifesto of Encryptas and feels connected to it, that's the start of making a change in their own life. If they, if they connect with the story and they can see themselves in it, like that's the start for that person to make the changes toward their own life. So that's the beginning. And if we can be continue to cultivate like a community that extends beyond this culture and is like an in real life movement in partnership with different projects already doing these things for girls and women to engage in tech and science spaces, then it's like the cultural shift and the actionable change in communities and uh, in like in localized geographical places, like rather than just like an ideological change. I don't know if that makes sense. It's um, so yeah, like I would hope to be part of like a cultural shift and also extending into like what our actionable impact is in real life in partnership with projects that are already uplifting girls. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. That actually sort of through the art, your planting that seed within each individual so that they are then sort of being, yeah, being that action. Yeah, that's awesome. Kind of like uh, rooting a little bit. (laughs) That's awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great answer. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I also want to say that Omotayo is an amazing artist. Um, I would say to check her out, uh, see what she's going to be dropping soon. Awesome. Amazing. Great question. And I think that is all the time that we have for today. So thank you so, so much for tuning in and Cypher, you know, I mean, really, this has been such a great interview. I mean, really, um, I think that again, like your artwork is amazing and I am so excited to really just see where the project goes. Um, it, there's there's a lot of potential there's a lot of firepower and i think from just hearing the stories and the things that have been shared today really i mean i i really believe that this is this is a movement and you're at the helm of it and you should be incredibly proud of what you've been able to build here thank you so much and it's like been an honor to be in your space um, if we have a bit of time, I like to end my interviews with a poem. It's quite oh my, short. I don't know if we have time. Oh my God. Like yes. This. That's so, yes, please. Oh, that's so amazing. Please. Thank you. 
Okay, perfect. Um, so let me <clears throat> begin. My advice to the generations for we did not erupt from this divinity to go to work every day. When they ask you what you want to be when you grow up, tell them free. When they ask you what you want to practice for a living, tell them kindness. When they tell you this pursuit is foolish, ask them if they are happy. That's it. Amazing. Wow. Hold on. Let me get the let me get the applause button going for that. Wow. Okay. Oh, amazing. Hi, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out every single live Twitter space on our Twitter at 1.37 p.m.